What up, world? It's your past first point guard and Blazer beat writer Mike Richmond. Listen to another episode of Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, available wherever you get podcasts, and also now on YouTube, where we did it, we did it, we did it, y'all. We made it to a thousand subscribers by Halloween. If you have subscribed, thank you. It was my stated goal. We started this basically at the beginning of the month. Uh, I think I started on a, the last week of September, so we're, we're a little over a month, basically five weeks in. I wanted to get to 1,000 by Halloween. I wanted to get to 1,000 in the first month. I knew we could get there, um, but I couldn't have done it. The we couldn't exist if you didn't do it. So thank you so much for subscribing to the show. I appreciate it. Continue to do so if you haven't already. Um, we're going to post videos every week or every day of the week. Plus, like this one, a bonus one because the Blazers played on a Friday night. So you're getting a little mini bonus episode recapping a fun win over the Clippers. Let's get into it. Uh, uh, we're going to talk about the Dame's uh, Dame's busted out of a shooting slump. Although he didn't, call, he says he didn't fully bust out. Uh, the uh, the Blazers' defense looks a little bit better, and the Blazers got a big win, a mini revenge over what happened on Monday against the Clippers. So let's let's talk about all of those things. But first, the fastest recap in the West: uh, the Blazers win one eleven ninety two. This game was. Uh, you know, the Blazers played, looks like, you know, they were season control early, but they didn't, um, but they didn't really pull away only up one after the first quarter, but a dominant defensive second quarter, including a really nice start to the second quarter, held the Clippers to just 16 points in the second quarter and 40 in the first half, but they didn't close the half well. And instead of being up 14 heading into the break, they were only up eight. Paul George got a, uh, some a late buckets to keep the Clippers in this one. Third quarter, the Blazers, again, looks like they might pull away up by 20 when CJ McCollum hits a three-pointer in the corner midway through the corner, midway through the quarter. But what do the Clippers do? They come a roaring back on a 17-2 run. Finally, finally stop my, a right-wing three from Nazir Little. But the Clippers couldn't get all the way back. As, as as much as they charged, they couldn't come all the way back. The Blazers closed the door in the in the fourth quarter, and with three minutes left in the game, everybody pulled their starters, and that was that. We had three minutes and twelve seconds of garbage time. The Blazers win one eleven ninety two. That's your fastest recap in the West. Let's get into the nitty gritty details. Damian Lord busted out of his slump. Or did he, after really struggling with his shot over the first um, over the first four games of the season, he he hit six six total threes in the first four games. Damian Lillard five of seven from three in this one, a team high twenty five points. He was nine for seventeen from the floor. Uh, didn't you know? Still didn't have like this this sort of monster game. More on that in a moment. But this was Dame was good in this one. Uh, Blazers also got an, a nice night from Yusuf Nurkic, who missed a bunch of bunnies at the rim, as he is wont to do, but still finished with 14 points and 17 boards. Norman Powell returned from an injury. He had missed the past two games with a uh, patellar, patellar tendon strain uh, in his left knee, and he came back. He had 12 points, uh, hit four three-pointers. Duke can really shoot it. Um, it was it was, uh, it was was good to see him back there. Uh, Blazers didn't get the... the uh, Bench boost for Anthony Simons had his back, his worst shooting night of the season, two for 11, one for seven from deep, but did get a really nice performance, nine points and seven boards from Cody Zeller off the bench. I thought Zeller was the Blazers' best center in the first half. Let's talk a little about Dame though. That, that that's like that's that's what I want to talk about. Uh, Paul George had 42 for the Clippers. Blazers had no answer for him. We'll talk about that in the second segment. But let's start here with Dame. He made shots. 
He made shots. This was not a parade. The, uh, you know, this was, I said after the last, um, you know, on Wednesday night, he had three threes in one quarter. He had 11 points in the third quarter. And it kind of felt like, oh, thank goodness. But he was just like, he played well. He didn't even, it wasn't special. He just played a little bit better. This one was, um, this was more Dame, right? He had a, he had a couple step backs. He fought through, um, you know, they were playing pressure defense on him and he, he moved off the ball and then he, and then he did like sort of just matchup hunting stuff to get himself to dribble into some threes. He hit, you know, hit step backs from both sides of the court. Like he he hit five threes. He, He looked, he looked a lot like the sort of elite three point shooter that he is. And he hit threes when they mattered down the stretch to kind of just, you know, push the lead, keep, make sure the Blazers were, could win this one going away after it looked like maybe they were going to squander a 20 point lead and end up losing to the Clippers, but they didn't because he wouldn't let him. Prior to the game, Chauncey Billups said that, um, you know, that Dame's like a ticking time bomb. It's just, it's just a matter of time. And then after the game, reporters, myself, and 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 my fellow felt my colleagues at the arena said, Dame, is it it? Is this done? And here's what Dame had to say. The first question you're gonna hear is from Andy Peterson of the Associated Press asking Dame if if he feels like the 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 he's out of his shooting slump. And then you'll hear a question from me related to the ticking time bomb. Uh, I mean, I don't I would say it's definitely trending out. You know, I shot the ball well tonight. Um it was still some shots that I missed that I felt like I should have made, but um I shot the ball well tonight. I had a, a stretch in the third quarter of last game. Um, and I just got to keep going in that direction. You know what I'm saying? To me, I think when I come out of it, I feel like it's going to be loud. You know, usually when it's um, when I shoot the ball poorly over a stretch, um, it's loud when I come out of that. And, uh, you know, I never know when that's going to happen, but I just know myself and I know my history and I know the patterns of of my game and my career. And when when I play well and don't shoot well, when it click and when I do start to see the ball go in like consistently and I make a good shot and I make a tough one, I know what that looks like and everybody here knows what that looks like. So um, I just got to keep doing what I do and being me. And, you know, I know what the result is going to be. Chauncey said before the game that you were kind of like a ticking time bomb. He was just kind of waiting for it. So you're saying this wasn't this wasn't the bomb? No. <laughs> I mean, you've been around I've here seen long I've enough seen you to shoot know. Pretty well, man. I, I really have. Tonight was a good shooting game, but I'm saying you've been around long enough to know, like you know what it looked like, you know. So um, tonight was a good. I thought I played a good game and I shot well, but I don't think this was me coming out of us, me coming out of it completely. You know what I mean? So there you have it. Dame Dame doesn't think this slumps over. Dame thinks it's going to be loud. Dame thinks when the bomb goes off, you're going to hear it. This was just a good, he played well and shot well, but this was not an explosion. This wasn't a slump buster. This wasn't, this was a guy who's one of the best players in the NBA playing like one of the best players on the court. That's all it was to Dame. This was not, um, like I said, no parade. If you're looking, if you were looking for streamers and fireworks, this was just Damian Lillard. This was a day at work for him. This was this looked like a this was a day at work. This was hard hat and boots. Like this was not um, this wasn't a celebration. This wasn't a statement. This wasn't emphatic. This was for from from his perspective and and for the most part for mine as well. That this was just him taking care of business. TCB, your boy, like Elvis's jet. Um, he 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 was good. But he wasn't great. He wasn't that moment. He wasn't those moments you've seen when he's just spectacular. And as he said, 
you've been around long enough to know. And I have been around long enough to know. I know that that wasn't that. He was, he was good. Um, but he wasn't, he wasn't wild. So I'm looking forward to wild. I'm looking forward to wild. Uh, appreciate, celebrate, hold on to your joy. Damian Lillard is such a special and fun basketball player. Enjoy it. But the big one, when the levy breaks, um, the big one is still coming. And I think we won't, we won't have to debate. We won't have to have a segment. Is Dame back? Is, is the slump over? He says, do we say yes? He says no. But like, it's here. Um, or, or we'll know when it's here rather. Like this might not have been it. We will no, you better believe it. Uh, because, you know, he just has those sort of like 11 for 16 from three games in him, you know, 42 points and a game winner and, and a wrist tap and a snarl and all those things. This was a, this was a man at work and he took care of business. Taking care of business is kind of the theme of this, this game though. Um, the Blazers were good and they beat uh, the, the Clippers are, are, are scuffling. They have not been good to start the season. They're one and four. Um, and the, their one win was just beating the snot of the Blazers on Monday. So the Blazers exacted a little re- revenge there. But th- this Clippers team is talented. You know, they're missing Serge Ibaka. They're not going to have Kawhi Leonard for the whole year. And they're missing Marcus Morris. Uh, Marcus Morris really helps them kind of play small and play their identity and have another elite shooter on the court. He really, um, he'll, he'll help them when he's back. But um, this is still a pretty good team. Um, even if they are, they've dropped a couple close games and even, and, and then they had a really a stinker against the Cavs. Uh, um, but like this was a, this was a good win over a talented team. I'm not sure this is, you know, the Clippers, maybe, maybe they'll make the playoffs after this start, but also the Mavs look kind of messy too. So the West is a little bit weird. So this is a good win over a good team. Don't throw it back. Don't give it away. You do not have to apologize for wins. You don't have to apologize for wins that look that the Blazers look good in too. Um, speaking of looking good in the second segment, I want to talk about the defense. It looks the Blazers are, have a little something cooking on defense. They look, they look competent. They look like they can, they can this looks like a sustainable level of defense. And that's what I want to talk about. That sustainable level of defense, but also Paul George going for 42. Uh, you can, I think you can say both. So let's kind of dive into what both looks like uh, in the second segment. But first, let me tell you all about McDonald's. It's been proud. McDonald's been probably serving communities since 1965. It's always been more than just a place to get tasty and affordable food. It's a place where friends and family can come and reconnect. It's a place where classmates can meet up for study group, knowing they'll have dependable Wi-Fi and an endless supply of French fries and McFlurries. So win or lose, it's a place where teammates, competitors, the home team, the away team, Everybody can come together to recharge. It's a place to look forward to stopping on a long road trip so you can rest your legs and refuel. Uh, McDonald's has been a classic road trip spot for me. Uh, uh, a road trip with some pals up to Seattle. Uh, we went to the San Juan Islands. We came back from the San Juan Islands. And uh, let's just say we were in, in need of some food in the morning on our way home from uh, from palling around in the San Juans. And, and, and McDonald's saved saved us on a, on a long trip back. So whether you're refueling in need of, a, of, uh, of some, some morning, some morning delights to kind of get you through the day, or whether you're just looking to refuel or reconnect, why don't you head over to McDonald's? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm loving it. Welcome back to a bonus edition of Locked on Blazers. Look, 
Uh, we already did five episodes this week because we do five episodes every week. It is a free daily podcast wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube. So make sure you're making this your first listen every day. Make it a part of your routine. Wake up in the morning and pop in the podcast. It's 30 minutes. It's quick hitting. It's free and you can get it wherever you want it. So make this, make Lockdown Blazers part of your day. Make it your first listen. Also, shout out to the listener who yelled at me in the Moda Center and said that they watch, um, they watch on YouTube every single night. Make it a part of your night, whatever it is. Make it part. Make it make uh, uh, lockdown places part of your routine. I didn't get that dear listener's name because it's it, with masks and how loud it is in the arena. It's hard to kind of connect. But shout out to you. Uh, thanks for thanks for your kind words. I really really appreciate it. It means a lot to have uh, to have people appreciate the show. I, I love the community we're building here. So thanks for being a part of it. We talked about Dame going nuts. He, he didn't. He's not breaking out. He didn't call it a breakout. It was just just another day at work. This you'll know when you see it another thing i want to talk what i want to talk about here is blazers defense it looks good the blazers basically had an answer for everything that the, that the clippers did except for paul george and i think those two things are related i really like the um the sort of energy the blazers are playing with on defense i think they're i think they are being attentive to what they need to do i think they're being physical at the point of attack um they're not always keeping guys out of the lane but i think they're being they're being they're they're just they're they're dialed in there um it's not perfect and i think tonight's tonight's game is a perfect example is a perfect of the perfect example of the imperfections the blazers don't have anyone to guard big wings so paul george went ahead and took advantage of that had 42 points on 15 of 24 shooting hit six of nine three-pointers but the blazers didn't let the rest of the clippers get loose there was no um there was no crazy Luke Kennard breakout. You know, he had he was their second leading scorer with 16, but he didn't go nuts. You know, Terrence Mann didn't didn't punish this team. Uh, uh, Batum and Zubac and Hardenstein, who had had really good games in, in that meeting on Monday when the Blazers lost by 30, this was they didn't they didn't get going. Reg, Reggie Jackson, who's um, who hasn't play, played particularly well to start the season, was you know three of 12 with eight points. Like this is this was a person. This is a sort of perfect perfect example of the Blazers what I think is both their like promising signs about their defense and their defensive ceiling. They were good on defense. I thought Nurk had a, a solid and physical defensive game. I thought, um, you know, I thought there were moments when you saw the defense rotations be smart and sharp. Um, they just don't have the personnel to guard big star, all-star wings. Paul George is one of the best players in the league. Um, there aren't a lot of dudes built like him, 6'9", who can really shoot and handle and, and get, you know, and create and get their own shot. But there are a handful of these gentlemen in the league. Like there are, there are some stars that are built, you know, the Luka Doncic, LeBron James uh, crowd. That's like, you know, throw Zach Levine or Jason Tatum in there too, although like, clearly a tear down from those other guys. But like, um, it's, the Blazers don't have that. Robert Covington competed his ass off, but he couldn't check Paul George to save his life. I don't think, I don't think Rocco played bad. I think that's a, I don't think that's what Rocco does well. Put him, putting him at the, as a point of attack defender on a high level wing is not what he does well. But the rest of the Blazers defense was there and it was able to prevent runs. And I'm not saying like, oh, it'll work because you just give up 45 and hold everyone down. I'm saying both can be true. I thought the Blazers are, I think the Blazers are taking strides on defense in terms of being smart, in terms of being effective. I thought they were, I thought they crowded shooters well. I thought they made it hard on every non-clipper and I thought they made it hard sometimes on Paul George and he just made shots because he's really good and then they don't have other they just don't have other options you could say like put Nazir Little on him but Nazir Little's just not ready for that 
in theory, hopefully, you know, January, February, March, you can say you can start to give Nazir more minutes on there, but you weren't going to stick Nas on there for 30 minutes and, and have anything else different happen. Like Rocco was a better option. Uh, you know, Norm coming back from a knee injury, he's, he's a little smaller too. You need size on Paul George is a big thing. He's shot over the top of Dame a couple times on switch. It's just like, yeah, what are you going to do about it? Um, and, and nothing cause he's big. That's the thing. Um, like I thought as a team and schematically the Blazers were good on defense and then they meet this guy, this type of thing. And it's like, Oh, they probably can't handle something like that. Now, the thing about good players, LeBron and Luca and Paul George, like, duh, <laughs> duh, they're good and big and special for a reason. Like being six, eight and being able to handle and so strong and, and be able to shoot like, duh, like th- that's why these players are very good. Uh, I, somehow I've missed Kevin Durant when I've been talking about this too. Like, um, and, and Giannis Antetokounmpo, I guess I, I didn't get to the Eastern Conference, but like, um, it's, yeah, there's a reason why these dudes are stars. Um, in, in the same way, it's hard to guard Damian Lillard, but I mean, the, the size thing is is just um, it's it's an issue. And I thought, and I think that you saw both what the Blazers can be, like a forty point. Um, you know, Paul George had twenty two of the Clippers forty in the first half. Well, that's an awesome defensive half, but they didn't have an answer for Paul George. Like both things can be true simultaneously. I think, um, and I think that's what we saw. So I, I think there's reason to be continue to be impressed with the Blazers' defense. Um, I asked Chauncey Billups after the game if he thought the defense was ahead of the offense, and he said, yeah. And 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 part is because, and he doesn't worry about that because like the buy-in is to get this team to be where they need to be on defense and then just use their strengths. If you got Norm and CJ and Dame and Ant and and um and whatever you're gonna get out of the center spot with Nurk and Cody Zeller, like you're gonna be you're gonna be a really good offensive team. But their path to being a very good, you know, a team that can get where they wanna go, the Western Conference Finals they need to be a really good defensive team. So having the defense be a sort of ahead of where the offense is, because the offense still occasionally looks like a little, little, little bit of a slog, little, like has some trouble generating easy buckets. Having the defense be there, being tough to play against is the identity this team wants to form. And I thought they took a step in the right direction while showing their warts. I thought this was a good game for, um, this was a good game to kind of understand what this team is. They, they are a, an improving team, but you Everyone has their limitations, so you've got to figure out how to play within those limitations. The Blazers, if they're going to play the big star wings in this league, don't have the personnel to really guard them. They're going to have to do it as a team, or they're going to have to do what they did tonight, which is say, nobody else, nobody else. You know, PG can get his, but nobody else, and we think our offense can be good enough to carry us beyond that. Uh, you know, they they won this game outright and took it from them. The, Paul George didn't, wasn't, couldn't be a one-man band. Um, so, you know, the... I would say I would would hang the mission accomplished banner on this. This is like, this was good news. Um, They played well. They they played well. Um, They just, Paul George also played very well. Let's close the show. Come back and close the show. Talk a little about the road trip coming up. The Blazers play uh, a a three-game road trip next week, and then they come back uh, for a back-to-back. It is a a loaded week of games. Uh, And the next time I talk to you in this space, they will have played the Philadelphia 76ers. So let's do a little mini preview of of the road trip to come for the Blazers. But before we do that, let's talk about Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bar on the market. That's what they're doing. They're making delicious Built Bars. So... Go get yourself some because you're going to find a flavor you like. Like you don't have to, you're not going to need to, you're not going to, if, if you're interested in a delicious chocolate covered uh, candy bar texture protein bar, you're going to find a flavor you like. 
super chocolate flavors, the fruity flavors, some fun, uh, some fr- fun seasonal flavors, whatever it is, it'll something that fit, fit your palate. Plus 17 to 18 grams of protein, only 130 to 180 calories, four to five grams of sugar, and just five grams of net carbs. All tasty, all healthy. Go get yourself some. Built.com. Use the promo code locked on. Excuse me, locked15 is the promo code, and you will get 15% off your order. That's built.com for 15% off when you use the promo code locked15. Today's show is also brought to you by betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Simple as that. It's basketball season. So you can go bet on NBA games every single night. With live odds, props on every game, contests all weekend long. If you don't want to bet on basketball, you can bet on football because they got the same thing going for college football. They got the same thing going for the NFL. So that is every, every pretty much every day of the week you'll find something. If you don't want to bet on that, you can bet on soccer here and abroad. You can bet on uh, combat sports like boxing and, and MMA. Uh, you can bet on baseball. It's the final games of the World Series. You can bet on the NHL. You can play your favorite Vegas casino games. Whatever it is, go to betonline.ag right now. Use the promo code Locked On, and you will get a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. It's a 50% welcome bonus when you use the promo code Locked On at betonline.ag. That's BetOnline, where the games start. Still a pass first point guard. Still Mike Richmond. Still listening to Locked On Blazers. Listen, we talked about Dame. It ain't a shoot. The, it, listen, that wasn't the that wasn't the bomb. The bomb's still gonna go off. We talked about the Blazers' defense, good, but you saw you saw the deal. Um, to, to close out this bonus episode, our sixth sixth episode of the week. Um, the we, I want to talk a little about the road trip. The Blazers have one loss, a thirty point beatdown on the road. The next test for this team is whether they can be a. Uh, a good road team. And uh, as it turns out, before the break, I misspoke. They're not going to play the Sixers on Sunday because they start the road trip in Charlotte against the Charlotte Hornets. Halloween, a 4 p.m. tip-off. Then a back-to-back. Uh, Sixers, Monday night, second night of a back-to-back. Wednesday at Cleveland, and then they come home to play home games against the Indiana Pacers Friday, and then Saturday against the the Los Angeles Lakers, a fascinatingly mediocre team. Um, are they really good and going to figure it out or are they bad? Can't wait to see, but we've got four games between then. Um, you know, here's sort of your basic preview. The, the Hornets play fast. They play fast. They're not afraid to go small. Um, they will start big with Mason Plumley, but they'll play a ton of minutes with PJ Washington at the five. They're not, they're going to play small and they're going to run, 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 run. Miles Bridges is a breakout star this year. He's been really good. Eastern conference player of the week, the first week of the season. And he looks, he was on a tear to close the year. He started back. Lamella ball's a star. Like this team wants to play fast and they're tough and they still run a lot of late game offense through uh, Gordon Hayward. That's like, that's your mini preview of the game, right? That's your, if I did the fastest uh, recap in the West, that's your fastest preview in the West. But, um, the real real question for me is, does it travel? The Blazers at home have had the juice to come back from an 18-point deficit against the Kings on a night where their best player shot 0 for 9 from 3. They've had the juice to beat the snot out of the um, in the rest advantage games against the Suns, but they didn't, they didn't let the Suns hang around. They just crushed that team. The game was over with five minutes left in the third quarter. Crushed them. They had the, the sort of... Um, the the rhythm or whatever you want to call it to now win back to back games uh, coming off a thirty point loss you know but that that thirty point loss on the road they did not bring it energy wise execution wise whatever they did they just did not bring it and so you know is this team the team that you know had an impressive win over the Grizzlies and an impressive win over the cat and over the 
Clippers or is this or is or are the Road Blazers something else? And I think this is a great test. There is home road splits are real. Almost every team in the league is 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 better at home than they are on the road, um, except for weird anomalies every year. It's just hard to bring that same juice. It's hard to bring that same energy. And I think this first road trip with a back to back and three games in four nights is a is a really good early season test to see where this team is at. Right now, I think you got to feel good about where they're at. Right, like they they're they're three and two, but they're like they look they look pretty good. Like they're the the sort of like things you want the boxes you wanted them to check. Does are Nazir Little and Anthony Simons? Um, contributors, yes. Uh, does do Cody Zeller and Larry Nance help off the bench? Yes. Uh, does the starting lineup still make sense and look good? For the most part, yes. Except Dame has missed a lot of shots. Like, and can they improve on defense? I think that was like a bigger question. Yes, they look like they're taking steps in the right direction. Does it travel? That's the question. And they got a chance to play the Hornets on on Sunday night. Turn around and play a really good Sixers team on on uh, on uh, Monday night, and then you know, close out the road trip in Cleveland. Like that's, we will find out. Um, I'd say two and one on this trip is really where you want to be. Um, because I think Charlotte and, and Cleveland are winnable games. Uh, you can just, you can just split. If you split the back-to-back Charlotte or, or the, or Philly, like if you win either of those games, you can call it good. One and two is not a nightmare. I'd like, do not freak out. It's not, it's not going to feel good. <laughs> um, if they come back, uh, you know, at, at, at four and five, but like, uh, or four and four rather, but, um, it's two and one is where you want to be. Like you want to put yourself a two and one and come back to, and, and play a challenging, um, a challenging back to back when you get back. Like that's, that's the goal here is, is, is get two out of three. And if you get two out of three, you put yourself in a good spot and we can feel good about it. Here's the thing. What if shows after every game? Sunday night show will be a recap of, of that Hornets game. Monday we'll recap that Philly game. Uh, Tuesday, Jason Quick is going to join the show. Jason is going to try to join the show every week this year. We are going to make this a thing where Jason is on the show often. Um, you know, he's my good friend and the best guy, the best reporter covering the team. I want to have him on here and share his insight with you. So uh, if you haven't listened to my most recent episode, I was an interview with Jason Quick. He's going to try to come back weekly. Uh, hopefully I'll be able to add um, some more interviews in there too, but you can ho- you can pin it down that each week we'll have Jason Quick of The Athletic schedules permitting, but most weeks we'll have Jason Quick of The Athletic on the show. So uh, make, make sure you're looking forward to that. It, it should be a lot of fun. I always enjoy chatting with uh, Jason. So fun week ahead. So we'll have those We'll have those two recap shows. We'll have an interview. Uh, then the Blazers play Wednesday night. So Thursday's show will be a recap show. That means Friday, heading into Friday's show. Recording on Thursday will be mailbag. So if you have mailbag questions, at Mike G. Rich on Twitter, lockedonblazerspod at gmail.com. Send them in to me because I'll be recording them on, I'll be recording that show Thursday. Thursday of next week. That's a packed that's a packed week. I love the NBA schedule. It is relentless and comes every night. Blazers played well. Now they get big tests. I can't wait to see what they look like. Do me a favor. Go subscribe to the show on YouTube and also tell your friends about it. Tell them they can get it on YouTube and wherever they get podcasts. Just search Lockdown Blazers. We'll be there waiting for you. Appreciate you listening. Talk to you soon. <laughs>